Welcome everyone to our new Star Sports agency podcast called Sport for Life. Platform for us to be able to share meaningful stories and give insight about our players while also getting important detail from industry experts. Hope you enjoy. Welcome back to our New Star Sports podcast series. Today, I'm very lucky to be joined by uh, Davido Davobati and Patrick Osborne from the Flying Fijians and uh, currently Texas in uh, Harlequins and Patrick is in the uh, city of the future, Hamilton, with Waikato for Martin Cup. Just giving a little bit of intro. So, Tavita was... Came to New Zealand, played for Tasman Marcos. Marco, baby. And a journeyman through playing for Ospreys, Worcester, Newcastle, and now is with Harlequins. And uh, as Tex has corrected me this morning, uh, has played 30 times for the uh, the infamous Flying Fijians. Danny Osborne came across, yeah. played for Canterbury, Crusaders, Chiefs, the Mighty Highlanders, where he played 51 caps, so I've been told. And then spent three seasons with Kubota in Japan. Fuck. Um, above all about these two young men is not only are they good rugby players, they're good dads and fantastic humans. So we wanted to get them on to talk a little bit around uh, the Pacifica, Fiji, and life as a professional footy player. Welcome, gentlemen. Bula, 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 bula. everyone. Thank Jimmy, you for having uh, us. Anything you want to welcome us with? Anything happening in your lives? Um, just living here. Eh? Uh, mm. uh, for me, this week, pardon? Semi final this week. Oh yeah, semi final this week. Uh, lucky to get through. We lost the last three games <laughs> and snuck in at the last minute. Um, yeah, about maybe three of us, so we we're all in the same points. But lucky yeah. we beat we Ooh. beat them in pool play, so we go through. Um. Yeah, Crazy. Canterbury, Canterbury just equaled us, but we okay, were okay, okay, okay. Yeah. We 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 don't want to hear about New Zealand right now. Eh? Just wait, <laughs> just wait. Eh? you guys just wait, mate. <laughs> oh yeah, how's how's rehab, uh, text? <laughs> uh, rehab is good, man. Rehab is good. One week, uh, I've got a dead leg, so. Uh, uh, yeah, I'm all right. Next week should be fine. For New Zealanders, that's uh, Charlie. <laughs> oh, yeah. Charlie. New Zealand Charlie or the technical term, hematoma. Tell people around your, um, your journey, brother. How did you, how did you get from, um, uh, and I've been to your village, and it's a beautiful place yeah. in between for those that are a little bit um, unfamiliar with Fiji, in between uh, Nandi and Suva, um, right on the and coastline Suva. there. How did you get from yeah. How did you get from Fiji to New Zealand, mate? Uh, Fiji to New Zealand. So I, I got, um, I was playing in a, a Suva Grammar School, probably the best school in Fiji um, right now and uh, and back then. So I got spotted by a scout from um, <laughs> from New Zealand. He said, Tex, you are ready, baby. And I said, take me. 
take, take me away. Me. You know? <laughs> take me away. I don't want to stay in this island. It's a beautiful beach. It's a beautiful place. I want to go, right? I want to go. So, um, so <laughs> yeah. So I was, I was, I was lucky enough to leave um, Fiji, and uh, yeah, it's probably my, probably one of my dreams to uh, play rugby and travel. So uh, I was quite lucky to be um, blessed and fortunate that I was picked up by one of the scouts to go to um, finish my last year of high school in uh, Wanganui City College. Oh my God, that place. <laughs> oh, rough rider. That's <laughs> rough. That's the rough rider. <laughs> this is the same as being in the middle of Suva, isn't it? Oh, no. uh, Suva. Well, well, a, a little bit, but uh, over there, you they use guns and you no know, gangs. You know, Suva had no gangs back then. Eh? You know, we just go by <laughs> neighborhood street. Eh? Namandi, Samambula. We just go by street names. Hey, we haven't developed into gangs, eh? <laughs> yeah, so, uh, yeah, we just got um, Samambula. This is where uh, Patrick's from, eh? Pat Samambula. Oh, Lodala Beach, Mike. Oh, yo, yo, Lodala. Sorry, sorry, wrong, wrong area code. No gang there. Wrong area. <laughs> <laughs> so, Tex, how did you get from uh, Whanganui to uh, to Nelson to Tasman? So, I was playing for uh, Whanganui, and then I got. Uh, selected for the Taranaki Academy. So I uh, I stayed up there for three years. Um, yeah, played alongside uh, Seta was coming in, Samuvunis, a few of the boys. Uh, yeah, so I was, uh, I didn't get, I couldn't make the ITM squad. So they told me there was, I think, Jason get Eaton. Get out of here, mate. Jason Eaton was ahead of me. They said, there's an all black head of you, mate. I said, man, yeah, time to look for another place. Eh? So, um, <laughs> Yeah, I kind of like, I kind of like, it was, uh, it was fun actually, because I, I actually, I quit, I quit playing uh, rugby because I left home because there was nothing, because I was trying so hard to play and then you, you, you're not selected and then the window is so small in New Zealand because everyone is so talented. So mm -hmm. I kind of went back to Fiji and I uh, just stayed with my mom for like a few months and then I... And then I got picked to play for the Fiji Warriors. Mm. So that's how. And then I I just wanted to play for the Warriors, but I was lucky enough to get my first test for Fiji at um, at that time. And then I got picked up by Tasman. So, uh, yeah, it's all by chance. Um, at that time, it was, uh, I was in a farm in Yangaro. It's like middle of nowhere. I heard um, the Fiji team was training at the national gym and the next morning. So I just turned up by myself by myself and then just asked the team if I could train without no um with, without being invited or anything. The manager wanted to kick me out. So we had a bit of an argument over there. I was like, hey, I want to play for Fiji. And they said, you can't just come in here and uh, <laughs> your name is not even in the list. <laughs> I get but knowing you, knowing you text, you would have bluffed your way the name was in the list pretty quickly. <laughs> yeah, I was like, "Hey, I, I want this is my this is my dream. I wanted to be here." So they're like, um, "So uh, the coach saw the commotion and then came and said, "Oh, what are you doing here?" I said, "I, I was playing in New Zealand club rugby, bit of academy. So uh, I think I'm good enough to play for the for the national team." And um, yeah, he said, "Did you bring your boots?" I said, "Yes, I brought everything." So it was kind of like, uh, "Yeah." So uh, yeah, it was nice. pretty much uh, that's my journey started. Yeah. Eddie, now, can you talk us through your journey to Christchurch, mate? Now, heaps of people are going to turn up to the Flying Fijians training. 
<laughs> of the year vista oh my gosh um oh well, mine was uh i turned 21 still in uni in in suba uh university of the south pacific best club team in uh, suba um and well after i turned oh before i turned 21 my mother asked me if i uh, what I wanted for my 21st birthday present. And I said, oh, I want to watch Sevens in Wellington. So she, so the Wellington Sevens was the, we had to wait for the next year because it, it's in Feb and my birthday is in June. So I waited till the next year, went to Wellington and, you know, the Wellington Sevens before it goes on sale, the tickets goes on sale and then they, they sell out within the hour because everybody goes there to drink piss. Um, so I got there the week before the, the, the sevens tournament. Well, no more tickets, all sold out. And um, at that time, I was sort of almost in the Fiji team. So I knew some of the boys who played for Fiji. And I thought, well, I'll go to the hotel and ask them if I could just get some tickets off them. So we went to the hotel. And uh, we met, um, you know, um, Salisi Raisi, the winger for Auckland. Mm-hmm. His dad. Philippe. His dad. Yeah, Felipe. Um, his dad was uh, ex-Crusader. One of the first Crusaders um, went to Japan, played in Japan, came back, started coaching a club team in Wellington. And then uh, I saw him there. He knew my <laughs> uncle. And and they, they and he asked my uncle if I could like fill in for his team too, so I was like, oh sweet, I'll play sevens and then just stay home and watch the sevens at home on TV. So the ticket money I I took, I bought my boots, rugby boots to play in this sevens team, yeah. and yeah, team two went to the quarterfinals, so got um. The next week, Felipe turned up with some tickets to Christchurch and said, well, you got some testing to do. Then the rest is history, yeah. Mm. (laughs) So, Fonwa, your wife, is very pleased that uh, you met Felipe then. (laughs) I don't think I've... I don't think she knows him. (laughs) (laughs) But I'm sure she'd be... uh, yeah. But she knows Super Baby. Hey, she knows Super Baby. Super baby. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think you know the the real Super Baby is me, cause cause he he he's not really from Suva. I was born and bred in Suva. Stop, 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 there, brother, brother. Stop there, brasto. Stop there. Stop it. So stop we need it. to. What we need to do, Tex, is we need to bring this. So we're going to talk about it later, but we we should bring it in for those people that don't aren't aware. So um, explain Suva Baby. Obviously, um, Patty and I know what it's about, but where did this yeah. come from? And who helped you? Who helped you? So uh, so when I moved to uh, so uh, so now I'm in uh, Worcester now. So he just so admitted he admitted that he wasn't from Suva, <laughs> Patty. There you go. <laughs> <laughs> So, so I was, Patrick, can you just wait? I'm just okay, trying to explain, sorry. yeah? Eh? I'm just trying to explain myself. Man, why do you have to jump in on everything, man? Okay. So, yeah, so I've been traveling. Uh, so I, I went to uh, Worcester. And then uh, in England, 
like it's very it's uh being a pacific islander you are very uh, quite distinctive in uh, in this place because this is not many islanders come here so we've got a different way of like saying things different way of like like uh, the way we are you know we're very different and to them they find it quite um fascinating so most of the time they ask me where are you from they can't place me you know, they think I'm African. Hey, I'm not from Africa, mate. You know, they think I'm from, you know, somewhere, you know. Because over here, there's quite a big um, African um, uh, Caribbean um, descent, you know. So um, sometimes when they ask me, I always say Fiji, Fiji. And one day I was like, you know what? You know, I when I say Fiji is too broad. I, I, I like to say where I was brought up, you know, like I'm proud of like being raised up in Suva. Uh, that's how the Suva people are. So I always say I'm from Suva, baby. So that was back in like 2015, 16. So um, when every time somebody asks me, say, where, where are you from? I say, Suva, baby. And they're like, where is that? Oh, that's, that's in Fiji. That's the capital. So, um, and, they, and they don't even know the capital. So they're like, oh, wow, I didn't know there was a... All they know is um, the Fiji water and that's it, you know. And Fiji is only in general, you know, like just the islands or anything else. But um, since studying their brand, everyone's like saying, oh, Suva, baby. And uh, one of my friends went to a pub quiz. And there was one of the questions was, what's the capital of uh, Fiji? Suva, baby. He was like, <laughs> oh, man. When I saw it, I was like, I thought of you straight away. So uh, it's another way of putting Fiji on the map. And especially where me and Patrick are from. Uh, lots of nice people, good vibes everywhere. You know, everyone's happy. You know, in a in a city like that. So, um, and we, and I think we're, with the beauty between me and Patrick, we bring that vibe with us. Some of them they leave it. You know, yeah. like um, yeah. they change with time. They change with the environment. And uh, I think me and Patrick, we haven't changed at all. Like if you ask our most of our friends, we're still the same uh, neighborhood guys that are just joking around. You know, they're joking around but playing professionally. You know, they're like, what the hell? How the fuck? Did, how the hell did these two make it? You know. Hey, just being yourself, baby. You know, just be yourself. That's the one. <laughs> but is that yeah. is that is that? Uh, do you think? Um, interesting. Getting a little serious here. Do you think that's why you guys have been able to um, have long careers as professionals because you understand to get into environments, have fun, but when it's time to work, you still got to work, and you know the difference between the two of them. Yeah. I think, I think it's uh, the relationships we we um, we make in the teams, and you know, like the coaches like us, hanging around. You know, we we like in pressure situations, we 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 sort of release valve, you know, and like the boys sort of calm down with us around. Uh, yeah, they learn to you know like take their mind off off the. The job and must be a must be a fine line though. Must be a fine line between yeah. their joking and yeah. the serious side. Yeah, it's just yeah. a switch. You just mm -hmm. switch on when it's time to go, and yeah, like you said, yeah. uh, when it's time to have fun, we have fun. Yeah. Do you think that yeah. you guys learned that because you came over? I mean, Paddy, not so much, but um, Tex, obviously, you came over quite young because uh, from what you're used to in Fiji, and then coming over to New Zealand and trying to. Um, transition and get used to the, the way rugby and the culture is here it can't be easy yeah for for me it was uh, it was a big culture shock you know uh, even uh, speaking in english you know we were taught english 
the teacher spoke in English, I turned to my friend speak Fijian. Hey, what about you? Said you. You know, it's like different, you know? Like we couldn't. But when I went, when I went to New Zealand, I had to practice what I was I was taught in school. And I, I had to like practice speaking in English. And you had to you had to try and live the way they live. You know, like mm. I, was, I was I was I was speaking the, you know, yeah, what up, girls? Yeah? Are you like you? <laughs> No, like all this, you know, this like, you know, try to like blend in, you know? Yeah, blend in. Blend in. Yeah, blend in. Kapoi, kapoi. Kapoi. Oh, Naji, you know, you try to blend in with this like uh, New Zealand and you have to try and find your own uh, own way to like fit in because there's so many like, so we've got the Maoris, we've got the Fijians over there, we've got the Samoans, so you have to kind of like find your own self and uh, try uh, like be proud of who you are like I was very proud of where I came from so I didn't let that like whatever I w- whichever place I went to or was placed in I never forget where I'm from so I was very grounded to my roots so uh, I told them I'm Fijian this is the way we do things they say why are you talking like that hey, this is how we talk if you don't like it hey let's go you know so they're like okay, <laughs> let's go all right <laughs> <laughs> is, is that why is that why Bat? and is that why like the village i mean obviously i've been very lucky to go to fiji many times i was lucky enough to be in your um uh text after your uh, uh the game against georgia last year at the world cup be invited mm-hmm. to you know just be in around the the group and amazing experience of just that uh that village team philosophy is that why that that is so important to you guys no matter where you go because you're upbringing. Yeah, I mean, uh, like for me, it was like, so the, the village, like, uh, they raised me up when I was younger, you know, and um, it was funny because when I was about uh, nine years old, I, I was playing like, like uh, it's called it Kachi Rugby back in Fiji. So I was, I was in the Fiji Times when I was like nine years old. And back then, when you're in the Fiji Times, you're like, you're like only famous people go in the Fiji Times. So my whole village, was so excited for this one small article from one small picture. <laughs> and they and they were telling me, oh, Tex, you're going to play for Fiji. And I was like, oh, well, that's a little big, uh, you know, I'm still nine years old. You know, back then, <laughs> they, were, they were already telling me, you know, they're like, oh, you have to be like, they were like, every time I started like playing, yeah, encouraging. So they're like, you know, they would say, hey, my uncle would say, hey, make sure you wear that white jersey. And uh, so we kind of like, you fed off that energy from your family, from your uncle, from your friends, and you just keep building, and you just keep giving, uh, getting confidence, you know, so you have of yourself, knowing that the village is behind you, and then promote it to the world that sees, you know, only like a small part of you, you know, small part of your success, but most of all, it's like started all back home, you know. Mm-hmm. Um, I remember when I was <clears throat> 21, I think I got into the, um, Patrick probably got invited as well, uh, Tijin's uh, sevens camp, and uh, I was lucky enough to get invited. And he told me, "Mate, you're ready to." I was injured, and he said, "When you're ready, like I want you to play for New Zealand, but you have to decide this week who do you want to play for." And uh, at that time, I was 21. I was looking at White Lock was playing Super Rugby, and in New Zealand, 21, you're pretty much playing Super. You know, it's back. You you play very young. And for me, at my position, I was like, you know what? Every, I saw myself uh, like when I was 14 wearing the white jersey. I never saw any, any 
that's what inspired you. So I was like, I'm not going to call my parents. I'm not going to call anyone. I'm going to tell you now that <clears throat> I'd rather play for Fiji. I want to play for Fiji, but uh, but thank you so much for selecting me. So that was probably one of my biggest, um, uh, like something I've never like imagined myself getting into. Now I thought about the 80 dusk years, you know, the pay. And I was like, you know what? Like, if I did, if I, if I, I enhance my my skill in abroad and take back to Fiji to make it just a little bit better, I think I can make a difference to like small kids coming up, like small mm. um, uh, upcoming children. So uh, that's what was that was that was my uh, the biggest motivator. I'd rather go play for my country, I do the best I can and be remembered, be a household name, be like, oh, you know what? He never chased the money. He was like. He, he did it for his country and what he loved doing. So it was that was my biggest philosophy as, yeah. I think that's the difference, and that's the, the beauty of you two as well. Um, as you say, you're, you're very good friends and you're very similar in terms of your 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 qualities. But you went, because of that um, text, you went down a different road pretty quickly. You know, you knew then you had to go overseas because yes. of the way the super rugby allocation for foreign players yes. was defined. Yeah. So hence the Ospreys, yeah. the, the Worcester, Newcastle, Quinns, yeah. etc. Where Paddy and what Tex touched on was something I was keen to, to ask you, mate. Obviously, mm. you had the Adidas gears because you were in the All Blacks for um, a wee while as a um, as a squad member. Yeah. Um, maybe some would say, fortunately for you, you didn't get capped, which then allowed you to play for Fiji. And as we know, mate, allowed you to go to Kubota, etc., and come back to the the Highlanders, mate. Can you talk me through that journey? Because it was a bit of a roller coaster, I'm sure, in terms of one season being in the yeah. All Blacks camp, and then um, not too far after, then in the Fiji camp. I guess uh, you know, it's like when you get contracted for Super Rugby, you don't really um, think about that clause, you know, that says you're obliged to play for All Blacks. Hmm. They like you're just happy to be signing for Super Rugby contract. So um, for me, in my head, I was like playing. When I went down to the Highlanders, I was playing to play for Fiji. Like in my head, I was going to play for Fiji. And then when I got the call to go to the All Blacks camp, I was like, hey, like, I'd never, you know, like growing up, text text would be the same to like he, he already said like well, growing up, I just wanted to play for the Fiji, like the sevens team. Always wanted to play for the sevens team. My mother, my mother um, was the only one in the family who cheered for every other team except for the Fiji team. Um, yeah, but like, yeah, growing up, we just all the kids in Fiji want to play for Fiji, and like that was my that was my aim in Super Rugby when I was playing. Just because I knew I wasn't like good enough to play for the the All Blacks. So I was just like, just um, making myself better every week, trying, you know, just with that goal to play for Fiji. And then when I got called to the All Blacks camp, it was like, uh, oh, oh, uh, sweet. Oh, I, I have to, I had to go because my, my contract mm. said that I have to play for the All Blacks if I get selected. So I went into camp Held a few um, tackle bags, got the pay, <laughs> and uh, yeah, I think I got like three weeks total mm. over two years. So, 
Yeah. Um, so then, so for both of you, then, uh, what was the um, what was the proudest for you and your family? Was it getting your first professional contract, uh, whether that be for Mitre Ten or Super, or for you, obviously, Ticks overseas, or was it playing your first test? In terms of like, I know it's hard to sort of they're different times, but what was the the proudest moment for for you and your village? Uh, uh, probably my first test for Fiji is probably the. Uh, because my family was like crazy about rugby and um and I had to make it like the pressure was there I had to make it my older my older brother was in there so I had to like I had to try and like make it but didn't make make up numbers kind of thing because he actually established himself as like a <clears throat> like one of the like studying props for yeah yeah props like, and for, for ages yeah yeah so um so why uh, it was yeah, and uh, it took me a while because uh, when I was in New Zealand, I was actually studying all the second rows. Like I was watching all the second rows of in Fiji. I was like, I was watching them playing in the Premiership. Um, it was like uh, Rawanga, a few other boys. So I was actually watching them and then trying to perfect my craft so I can make it. So whatever they didn't do, I was like, okay, I can do it. So like. I was practicing, but in a club game in uh, in uh, Taranaki, just like a small <laughs> club game. But I was I was before before I used to leave in the morning. I used to play this um, Fijian song, like it's uh, it's about the national team going into the World Cup, and I and I would psych myself up, like playing. I was so when I was playing club, I was actually thinking I was actually playing for Fiji in my head. So I said, if I do this, it will help, it will help me get into the squad. So. Um, yeah, my whole family, my whole family was very proud, but they were not, not, they knew it was coming because the way I was conducting myself when I was younger, I was one of those um, kids, they were like, I didn't follow my cousins, like when they were, when they went, I did my own training, I would uh, just run, like I would ask my mom, do you want me to run to the shop, even though the shopping is done, just to get something done, you know, like just to get my just wanted to run to the shop because I felt if you put in the effort, it would probably like help me up in the yeah. future. So yeah, so Do I was you, doing everything I could. Yeah, it was the same. You wanted to run to the shop because the girls used to walk Wah! to the shop. <laughs> my neighbor, my neighbor, the her window was right by the shop, so I had to run. <laughs> I made sure when I run that run past the window, I had to run fast. <laughs> 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 Only places he ran fast was the ones yeah. with the gates open and dogs were in the house. Penny, <laughs> <laughs> uh, for you, same thing. Test match. Um, I think, yeah, test match. Emotional time. Uh, yeah. I, See, I've, done, I've done poor research. I've done poor research, I'll admit. So first test match was, I should remember this, Paddy. Where was your first test? In Suva, Fiji. Suva. Suva, baby. Suva. Yeah. Um, took the family down. My wife and three kids. Um, Dad, take the day off today? Because I know he's a busy man. Um, no. No. Oh. No, nah. He... Because he works, he's a captain on a ship, so he, yeah. he has to stay on board for, yeah. He, he watched on um, on the national um, yeah, yeah. channel, T1. 
TV channel. Um, yeah, I, I think that that was one of the proudest moments uh, I was, playing for I Fiji. Actually, I was actually playing in that game uh, when, uh, when, when Paddy first played. Uh, uh, man, Paddy's first test was shocking, man. <laughs> <laughs> oh my god! So, um, so, uh, so I was, I was kind of like, Actual. I was kind of a little bit, I was a little bit established in the team, so I was like, I know how to like act around the team. So when Patrick came in, he came in with the super rugby, the all blacks, you know, all this behind him, man. Eh? So we we were like, oh, so this guy is gonna like. Uh, I said, I, I in my head, being in the Fuji team, you have to like have this persona. You have to have like quite a big, um, quite big character because the Fiji boys, it's how you it's how you play. Like they would measure you. As soon as you play here, they would never talk to you. Like this is Fiji, this is Fiji rugby. You have to like. Doesn't matter if you like if you like make mistakes in the um, training, you drop so many balls, but don't do it in the game. So when mm-hmm. Patrick came in, he was like this. Everybody was like expectation was so high. Yeah, I think, um, I think that game. I think Patrick dropped like three or four balls. Like I was like, what? Like <laughs> we were. Everybody was like, hey, this guy playing all blacks or what, man? Because I don't know. He was nervous. <laughs> I think Patrick was very nervous at it. Like. Uh, because I was my first test, I was so nervous. So I probably had um, the same experience. I had one of probably my worst game ever playing against Tonga. Like, yeah. So when I saw Patrick making mistakes, I was like, "Fuck, this guy is useless." But um, <laughs> after, after the second game, after the second game, Patrick, uh, like, I think it was against Scotland, and we haven't beaten them in like fifteen or. 20, 30 years, 30 years, and uh, Patrick was very instrumental in that uh, game, and he earned his place in the in in my in my in my books in my, in my books. <laughs> <laughs> and then I told the team, boys, Patrick is our friend. <laughs> <laughs> well, it was like I dropped the hips of the ball straight off the nine, and uh, you know getting. It's, you, you can tell the difference between getting a ball from Aaron Smith and uh, one from the Fiji oh, number nine. No. <laughs> no, no, no. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't say that. I wouldn't because, say uh, that. Nicola Matawalu, Nicola Matawalu was. No, it was a Nico that, that, that game. It was a Nico that game. It was. Okay. I think it was. Um, now nah, let's go with Nico. It's okay. Let's go with Nico. Yes. Oh. Yeah, Nico. Nico. <laughs> hey, it was um, Henry. Henry. Henry, oh, okay, okay. Oh, yeah. But 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 um, but in uh, the, you know in uh, when you play for Fiji, like uh, as a, you have to expect the unexpected. Like you have to sometimes like I have to prepare that I am like you know like because in the in the Fiji environment, m- most of us don't play together. So like we kind of just kind of like yeah, ourselves out when we play together. So it's kind of like I don't have. So when I when I go to the Fiji camp, I switch off all the structure, all this because I know if I say something, the boys will stare at me like, "What are you doing? Singing the Timini, singing the This is not Halloween." I say, "Okay, okay, okay. Hey, let's go with the flow. Kick off. Let's go." Yes, I think yeah. That then after that first game, I sort of switched off. As well, like you know, you learn as you go, and uh, 